everyone, and welcome to A Nightmare on Fear Street. A monstrous podcast about all things horror. If you like what you hear today, then you can follow us on all of the usual socials or subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content and merch. You can find all of that by visiting us at allmylinks.com backslash A Nightmare on Fear Street or in our episode descriptions wherever you're listening to this podcast at. All right, everyone, we are back. And this week we are covering Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth, with our besties, Girl That's Scary. (laughs) Woo! Hey, y'all. Hey, (laughs) moms. Just to continue our theme this month is Three's a Crowd, because these movies got sequels, not all of them need them, and not all of them. Need to keep going from where we saw them this month. Um, this one, I feel like we might have different feelings about, though, unlike some of the other ones that we've seen. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But before we get into Hellraiser 3, um, we're going to catch up with a Jazz and Cat. So first, what's going on over at Girl That's Scary? Well, we are alive. Uh, we're here. And <laughs> listen, okay. Unlike um, most people in this movie, so... <laughs> No, no, we're just no, seriously. No, we're uh we're hanging out. Um we just wrapped up WordCon and we're about to go to Midsummer Screen and we're really just trying to like, you know, enjoy every day while we have left on Earth, I guess. Love it, love Real it. Blue. Yeah. While we're here, yeah, go ahead and blue. plug your uh socials for GTS. Yes. Um, go, my bad, go ahead, Jazz. Oh, I know. Listen, I'm just out here. Um, you can follow us at Girl That's Scary pretty much on everything. So that's Instagram, that's Twitter while it's still here. Well, if it's X, whatever the fuck it's called. Whoever she is, there. Um, spill as well. We over there. We over there. Yeah. So pull up. Y'all see that TikTok. I've seen them videos. Mm. Oh, yeah. We have TikTok. TikTok. I've been forgetting. I'm an auntie. <laughs> yes. It's still Girl That's Scary everywhere. It's Bill. There you go. I love the continuity. It's great. Um, so we're going to catch up with each of you individually now. So Jazz, what you been watching? Well, um, I started early kicking it with the Yeehaw Horror and I, y'all know I'm a Yeehaw ass bitch. Okay. I love, <laughs> listen, I did definitely wore Durango's in middle school. Do not hate. Um, so yeah, I, I've been watching something called the Burrowers. Um, the idea was good. The execution, mm, 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 mm. but yeah, a lot of yeehaw shit, and not just regular horror stuff, but like the old school westerns. Because I wanted to see something so I could like have something to compare them to. Because I remember the vibe of those, but not actually what happened. Because my granddad used to watch the westerns, you know, with his eyes closed, but they won't let you change the channel. Uh, so you got to watch Bonanza for the fifteen thousand time. I'm fucking tired of Bonanza. <laughs> but yeah uh that i finished from i'm caught up on from i'm caught up on yellow jackets i did it we did it joe those are the shows those are the shows i'm telling you (laughs) there it is there it is so what's your so far we're only right when when we're recording this it's like end of july so but so far what is your top film from 2023 so far Wow. Uh, Well, Scream 6 came out, so there's pretty much that. I have not seen a lot of the horror movies because a lot of them are festival movies, Mm -hmm. and I didn't get to see them. I heard Talk to Me 
fucking slaps and I haven't seen it yet and I'm going to see it because I know it's coming to the theaters this coming weekend and I'm going to lay my eyeballs on it because I'm very excited for that movie. I am a talk Same. to me stand account. Like it's already in our season. Like Trent's got to see it. I'm a talk to me stand account. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, Kat, what you been watching? Well, um, I let everyone down and I decided to watch Resident Evil, the TV show. And I have I... decided that it is Resident Evil, the CD, the CW show. That is what it is. Absolutely. Uh, and that Absolutely. Is, that's, yeah. So that's where we are. Um, I also have been catching up on the Zeus Network. Um, and yeah, I'm here to let, yes, yes, this is that type of show now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and I've been watching Bad Boy South. Um there, I want to check out. Let's see. I do. I want to check out Talk to Me too. Like I'm really excited for that. And um, yeah, outside. Oh, and the Blackening. Yes. Mm. The Blackening is the movie. I am is the moment for me right now. Um, Scream Six. I finally saw that, so that was cute. Um, I'm ready for the for for us to stop now. I love Scream, but I'm ready for us to stop now. Um, but it's okay. Can't stop, won't stop. I'm still here. It's just in the back, <laughs> above my head. Um, and I'm really pressed to see uh, the new song. That can't. I'm not gonna say much because I don't want people to be upset at anybody. But yeah. don't, don't. don't. So I'm not gonna lie. I didn't hate the Resident Evil series. It's not great, but the problem with it is not what the what the bros online had the problem with. Like that was not the problem. So <sighs> there's that. But so would you what would you say is your top so far of 2023? Blackening. The blackening. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thought. That was a good time. It was I a good time. See it. I caught I didn't miss it in theater. So I it's streaming it. right now. Yeah. Oh, what's it on? VOD. On all things, $20. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Well, when I get paid on Friday. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta get on that. Yeah, get, get some friends over there. Let's put that piece. Put that piece. There it is. There it is. All right. Um Oh, let's have y'all, Jazz and Kat, y'all play, y'all plug your socials, your individual socials. So Jazz, why don't you plug your individual socials? If you want followers, because I know sometimes if you want, uh, Miss Crowley, you don't have uh, to. I'm going to just tell y'all to follow Girl That's Scary again. Uh, you know, if you find me, you find me out in the wild like a wild Pokemon. <laughs> like you have to stumble across my page. Ooh, it's like a, like a hide and go seek. <laughs> exactly. And I'm hiding. I love it. Kat, do you want to plug yours or are you good? Same for me. Honestly, just pull up on Girl That's Scary on all the things because I don't want yes. y'all to follow me and I say something bad. Not nothing ask you, but something that's just really going to blow you up and I really don't have time. So, Girl That's Scary on all the things because I be tweeting ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> love I love it. It's how right. I discover sexy red. Like... <laughs> in my charade voice. <laughs> you, you will. All right, y'all. Well, let's get into Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Jazz, Kat, what's one of your first thoughts? Wow. Uh, my first thoughts is, oh, my God, I don't want to go to hell like this. The hell club. Oh, no. It, it's literally club hell. This is one of the first. I didn't watch Hellraiser in order, but I definitely remember this city head. I remember the Hellraiser club jumping like a disco. And I was like, oh, no. If I do something bad, not only is Pinhead going to beat my ass, they gonna have me down there while everybody getting their ass beat to the oons oons music, bitch. I don't wanna, um, <laughs> yeah. I it, it, this movie is chaotic. I I would recommend watching it again. It's not like good. Um, some of the 
storyline is I don't know what that's about like why they made there was a lot of choices but I think that gives it the charm of this is chaotic I love chaos I champion chaos um and there are some looks not gonna lie one of my notes is this is chaotic um I watched it twice I've never seen it before but I watched it twice because the first time I was like I don't know what the fuck I just saw so I put it on the game like I'm still not 100% sure what I saw but I like more of it now that I know <laughs> what some of it is. <laughs> Chaos is a perfect adjective for this film. <laughs> I, I, there were choices. Yes, I like the jazz said they made choices because there are other installments in this franchise that I'm like, uh, uh what? <laughs> At least. It, it, right. We talk, and I know we talk about the same one. Cause like, Ooh, anyway. Um, the dream sequences, A, came out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, okay, we're in Korea now. Okay, what what is happening? And then I didn't understand the whole, like, is she the hell priest slash pinhead's daughter? Because his backstory is that he was also a veteran i thought anyway it just that got really really muddled i thought there was something cool there like if she was that's kind of interesting and could pull in some drama or whatever but they never really like fully went there so i was like uh why there a choice was made but i don't think it went far enough i wanted maury to figure out who the father of the baby was because that's something that's haunting me still agreed <laughs> Well, okay, I understand. Yeah, them dream. I forgot all about those dream sequences. Like I've seen this movie more than once, right? So I'm just watching it, like you know, as I go do, and then it's like, oh, she in a white dress in the middle of the war. Save my dad! I'm like, this acting is terrible. First oh, of all, and then on my notes, this is the roughest acting I've seen in this franchise. Granted, I'm like, <laughs> couldn't believe it. It was. I was like, this is she. I wish she wouldn't have said nothing. I w- we could have just got the point, okay? Um, I don't know if they were Korea. I don't know if they were Vietnam. I don't know what, because it doesn't give you a specific year. And, you know, America's been fighting a lot of people. It could be, I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. America fight it, everybody it, for it, <laughs> And that's who she needs to be fighting. What? <laughs> exactly, exactly. In the mirror. Man in the mirror like Michael Jackson. You need to look. <laughs> I'm uh, but the man. <laughs> exactly. That's my favorite Michael Jackson song. <laughs> really? Because yes. I'm a corny yeah, motherfucker. I, oh, no. Sheree well, knows I love I, the cheese. I, I don't understand why this actor was like this and why it was written this way. They did, And they wanted two bad bitches to be like together with some fake-ass sexual tension, but not really. I, I don't know what the hell is going on with this, but I'm still here for some of the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. this movie is good to put on in the background because the story itself is not very cohesive <laughs> and they make no. strange choices. But sometimes you just look up at the screen with some interest that's happening. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that scene. And then you go back to doing whatever the fuck you was doing. This is what this movie's for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. This is definitely like I'm getting my... You know what? That That is my my memories of this movie, to be quite honest. Like, I, you know, when you're re-watching it as an adult and then, you know, you start unlocking some core memories... I remember bits and pieces, especially with CD Man pops into the thing. I'm like, okay, I've seen this movie before. What the fuck's going on here? Um, but that's the best way to describe it. Like, I'm getting my hair done, and maybe my mom is watching it, and that's I'm I'm looking up and I'm seeing CD Man march down the street. And I'm like, 
what we got on the TV? <laughs> What's going on? Yes. yes. That was my favorite part. Well, that was one of my favorite parts because the CD man was like, I'm here to bring the chaos because I feel like we ain't killed enough people. Let's open some guts. I'm like, yes, that's the agenda I came here for. Right. Well, and no one, would, I mean, this tracks in the real world in America, but like that last bit when everything's going to hell, quite mm-hmm. literally, no one is listening to her. Like no one. She is literally, they he throws gasoline on these cops. Yeah. And she, the cop even says that's gasoline. And she's like, you need to run. And they're not running. And I'm just like, what's going on? I, I like the gasoline on the cops because like all horror well, franchises I mean, should be a cab, <laughs> but also it could have been done in a way that was different. The fact that they just were like, well, we're dead. like blown up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> While we have an out of pocket moments, um, this man smoking a cigarette during sex took me all the way the fuck out. I, I was not ready. <laughs> What was the reason? Okay, y'all, okay. let's really yeah. talk about it. Remember, people used to really smoke cigarettes. Like, that was a yeah. thing. Like, that was a part of growing up with smoking a cig. Like, and this is 92. And I, and I, yes, and I grew up, why, well, why do you think was popping? So, they, we was going to the why do you think pizza party. So, we, we was eating pizza and dancing and doing a chicken head. We was not smoking cigarettes. So, we were trying to get free pizza and shirts. Um, so, <laughs> I, it skipped over me. But no, niggas are smoking cigarettes. You could smoke in restaurants. You could smoke anywhere. You could just what? smoke. You could be eating, sit right in front of your salad. Somebody could light up a fucking Newport 100. I remember them. Salad. I mean, I remember those days. Like you sit in the, no, the non-smoking section at the old country buffet, but it really, everything is just the whole restaurant yeah. is a smoking section. You had shown these dying for your life. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We got to stop. I, I'm here. But it was just the sexy was so aggressive, and I'm bobbing oh. trying to get into it. You know, it's he's trying to look at the mirror. He see he thinks he's other movies. Like I see what's going on here. Yeah, um, he was trying to be American Psycho, and it just right. wasn't working. And I, but I will say, I mean, there is a type of fetish where it's like the per, one person is serving the other person, and the other person is like doing mundane things. Like I've literally, I haven't watched them. I'm not, well, I'm not going to deny or accept this, but like there's porn that's like smoking while you're getting head or whatever. So it's like people you know are, what? some people are into that. You're right. You're right. I think it, I'm not, it's not even about, I, you know, everyone's got a different kink. And so we're here for, we know people like to be dominated. We know people like to be tied up. All of that was going on here. And you know, that's, that's the part of the, the pain and the pleasure part of this entire ordeal anyways. Next sentence. I think it was just Kevin, which brings me to my other point is Kevin is the worst character in the movie. I hate him. I'm over it. And it's just him and the way he's going through the coitus. And I'm just like, this is why, why you ain't get sucked into the machine. Like right now. Right. Literally, he just smoking, and I'm like, where are the ashes going? First off, secondly, like when you having sex, usually your lungs are busy. And so like, can you really be inhaling? I know I'm out of shape, but like, are people out here smoking and fucking? Like, is that what I'm missing? He out is. On? He's tapping them on his nice sheets and shit. You live in this expensive ass place, and you over here tapping motherfucking cigarette ashes all over the place. Right. Probably fuck around a bird, but you know, bitches was using a whole lot of Aquanet. You could have set this whole shit off. It could have another Michael wild. Jackson reference. It could. <laughs> we go, and there we go. I but like, it. yeah, I, I yes, I think that. And like, oh, when he like grabbed her tit, like I was like, ouch! Like I get it, pain and pleasure. Some people are into that kind of thing, I guess. But like, 
I don't know. This was it like the least sexy not... of the movies so far for me. And the first one, a lot of them were related. And so I didn't think I'd ever have to say that. But like, he has one hand on each of her titties and he's smoking a cigarette and he's just pumping away. And I'm like, y'all was doing this in the 90s? Y'all was watching this and being like, ooh, pleasure. No. They were. They <laughs> yeah. were choosing not to have facial hair also. They made a lot of decisions. <laughs> Back then, and I've told you how I feel about movies from 1989 to 1994 multiple times. It's something about it, just looks like it smelled like spit a little bit. Like it looked like <laughs> mm, it just mm, the styles, the hair, it'd be a little ashy, but it's not quite like retro. It's just old, right. stale. The, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I will say too, because you, uh, Kat, you mentioned that. Uh, Kevin, who plays JP, is the worst character. I slightly disagree. He is trash. I'm not defending him. But can we talk about Terry for a minute? Because Little Miss Terry, I want someone who I took in to my home away from their abusive ex, and they find out that I'm offered a job in a different city to then trash my entire apartment and then call me a liar and go back to your ex. I was like, girl, try it. But then she turned on him and pushed him into the thing. And I was like, okay, you kind of redeemed yourself, but also don't trash my apartment. You go first. I was over her too. That was really my, yes. Okay. Combination of things. I was just over her whole life. And that is my sentence. Like, this is me when I'm watching a movie, y'all straight face. Why are you like this? None of this makes sense. Who wrote this? I know a man wrote this. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It had to be. Absolutely. And, that bitch and, ain't got no brains. Right. And performance-wise, next to her, JP and Terry looked like Meryl Streep and Viola Davis. Like, they, like she was so bad. This acting was rough. I was like, should I have been All an actor in the 90s? I know I was like a fetus, but like, could I Could I have done it? Like, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> While we're talking about Terry, she had me fucked up when she had to set her kitchen on fire. Because I'm like, if you know you can't cook, just don't do that. Don't. If I'm staying with you time. and I know I'm a bad cook, I'm not going to go to your kitchen and fuck up your shit. Like, that's not a thank you. I'm going to be like, girl, also, why are you my fridge? Like, you just got here, bitch. Go, wait till I cook. Listen. You need to, yes. And, like, she burnt everything, so it was terrible anyway. Like, DoorDash. Go get some takeout. They had takeout in the 90s. They had takeout in the 90s. You can go down and get a bagel. I don't know where they're at. I'm assuming like New York or something. There's got to be a bagel shop somewhere in this town. There was ways to not burn somebody's kitchen down. They let you stay the night. Like, that's just not how you repay somebody. They'd be like, I fucked your shit up. I'm not sorry. Tell your landlord it was me. Uh, I I didn't understand anybody's motivations. The women were definitely written weird. And so that's how I knew a man had wrote this shit. Because they were all just like, we can only have one thought at a time. This is written by two men. I hate they put Clive Barker's name on this because I'm like, Clive Barker didn't do this. Don't you don't you lump him in with these two? Peter Atkins and Tony Randall. Don't put them in there. Oh. Yeah, no, Peter and Tony, they need to separate. I think this was their last time working together because this is not one of my notes is this is not my favorite. And granted, I've only seen these three and the new one with Jamie Clayton. This is not my favorite from the four I've seen. Oh. Out of those four, this is fourth. Apparently, Peter Atkins was a writer on um, Hellraiser 2 Hellbound. So I'm trying to figure out where do we go wrong? Like, B2K, like, what happened? Well, I, I guess Tony Randall fucked it up. 
<laughs> and there we have it. Somebody, some, or they try to. Oh, he worked on Hellbound too. Yeah, they. Tried oh, he was to an editor though. That. He was an okay. editor, not a writer. Well, that's strange because the editing in this is mm. all right. Um, and some of the effects that they try to get away with now. Hellraiser has not been known for having some awesome effects, but then the digital effects are always some bullshit. Mm. But usually, the special effects are so awesome that you forgive. You forgive a little bit of the digital bullshit. The special effects this time, the ones we do see are not too bad, but then they make some choices. Like that whole totem pole shit is wild. I don't know why you had the box right there. You didn't need that. Right. So, yes. Also, I want to mention too. So I think where we went wrong was Tony Randall is an editor that they made a writer. That doesn't always translate. But also... This totem, this statue, whatever it is. I, so I liked them, the connections that they made to the first two films, like the the theme, thematic actions of like um, Pinhead is controlling JP and then controlling Terry to try to get them to bring them victims so they can get powerful and get free. Like, okay, we have that. I just think they're trying too hard with this statue. Like you have, like you said, Jazz, you have the box, like, that's all you need. The first two, that's all they had, and it was great. <laughs> Listen, they could have bring they could have brought Julia back. Everybody loved Julia. Exactly. They could have literally had Julia like, bitch, oh y'all let me out again. Yes. Oh, it's lit. It's lit. And then she could have been a, a bad bitch and could have got with JP because you know he for the bitches. And he would have been like, Oh, he would have been hypnotized because he's stupid. And then he would have just, you know, fell in love with her and fed fed her some bitches. And then, you know. She also would have made him eat that cigarette. She'd have been like, you guys not going to ash on me. Um, but <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm here for the totem because I feel like the movie started after the bitch who was getting ashed on in sex gets eaten. Because that totem collected her ass. I'm like, this is my movie. This is where we starting, huh? But that special effect was <laughs> garbage. It was a $5 effect. Was... But I liked what we got. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. But when she gets sucked into that, it, I was like, is this Nickelodeon in 1992? Because I saw Are You Afraid of the Dark? And that's what that was. Don't think Are You Afraid of Darkness. This is Legend of the Hidden Temple, Trent. This is Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wish we could see this with eyes in real time, like back in the backpack, and like be able to time travel and do comparison because Fair. it probably was a moment then, but also like, girl, what's going on? Also, she did not deserve that. I'm tired. It should have been him. It should have been JP. Bye. She should have done that, not Terry. But like, I, the, the practical effects in this movie are so good that why, why even go the CGI route? You're not there yet. Technology wise. Like I get it. I'm not really holding it too much against you, even though I kind of am, but like, you're just not there. So focus on the practicals, which is what the first two movies did. And they were phenomenal. And in this movie, when they are practical, they're also phenomenal. But when you add these stupid CGI mess, or like when, oh, when her father turns into <laughs> to Pinhead, I was like, what the hell? But then when Pinhead pulls the pins out of his head, amazing. So like, I pick a lane. People always fly too fast and too far. <laughs> Sometimes they just don't go chasing waterfalls, as TLC said. But nobody wants to hear that. They're like, <laughs> got technology, we're going to fucking do it. I don't care what it looks like. This I don't is care the second ep- 
This is the second episode tonight we recorded when we referenced the TLC songs. <laughs> also, yes. But also, they thought they was in the future. A lot of people, when they used to see that, that fucking digital shit they did, they was like, yeah, ooh, we gonna fuck them up with this one. And then they realized, no, they fucked themselves up with that one. That shit is not, it's not hitting the age of themselves. Okay, y'all. There is a scene that just came up with a little, because the movie's playing in the background. When you get to the um to the hell club and everything is going up, and when Pinhead Ooh. come out, like ter- evaporates, yes. and then turns like, "Hey, it's me, Pinhead," and then turns to the ice. That is the better usage of the CGI. I'm not even going to hold you. That's I like not. that you decided to turn into gas, solid liquid and gas. You killed them. I love that. It was a science lesson too. Amazing. <laughs> I love when Pinhead do a stunt. I love when Pinhead comes in. He's like, "Y'all here for the drama? Y'all here for the magic? Let me get you in my bag and give you something." I'm like, "That's what I came here for." Thank you, Hell Priest. And he's like, "I'm gonna see y'all in 30 minutes." I'm like, but why? But why? This is your movie. Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But also, while we're talking about stupid character decisions, did they not have flashlights in the 80s or the nine, in 1992? Because, like, I keep saying 80s because this movie feels like it's from the 80s. But anyways, for, in 1992, because when he, when JP sticks his hand in that statue, I was like, what did you think was going to happen? I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of 90s movies that made me consider what white people must be going through as a society. Because they were like, I'm investigating. Put my hand all the way in this garbage disposal. I heard a noise. I'm going outside by myself. I'm like, are y'all okay? I was very concerned as a child. And I'm not unconcerned as an adult. But the 90s was not good press for y'all. I'm just saying. I was just like, I would I would never have sucked my hand in there, Period. But, like, I would have at least, like, got a flashlight and shined it in there and trying to see what this was, like, try to figure it out. But I'm not going to stick my hand in it. My, I might get, like, a grab it. I know that, I know that we're, may not have been around in the 92s, but a broom handle, something. I'm not fussing with it because it ain't supposed to be making noises. It ain't supposed to be smoking. It ain't supposed to be in my house. I'm going to just go ahead and be like, this is above my pay grade. Um, if y'all are alive when it's all settled, call me. If you ain't, don't call me. I don't want to talk to your dead asses. Um, we're not doing this. <laughs> That part. The, the one thing Terry did correctly is when that statue came alive, she was like, fuck this shit. What is going on? Get me the fuck up out of here. Look at my brass knuckles and I'm going to knock the shit out of you. That's the only thing she did correctly. That that last like 10 seconds she was alive was great. But then everything before that was trash. Yeah. She wore some outfits though. She had some outfits on. She, I like cute. that little two piece with the, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was giving Saved by the Bell, Zach Slater's Weekend Girlfriend. It's side chick. Wow. Okay. That's a, this is kind of, okay, well, can't unsee that now. Uh, but she was with JP. She was with JP. He, he, you know, he was collecting bad bitches. And JP was dumb as hell, but Kevin Bernhardt is a very attractive man, and he is still very attractive. So I'm just putting it out there. I couldn't tell who was attractive because of the way that the hair was styled and the hair was a, the hair was a crime. I, I don't normally come for the designers, but I was like, I can tell these people are 20 or 40 and I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be. Because I think it was the styles back then. Like, I don't know what the haircuts were on. I don't know what the haircuts were on in 1991 or 1992. Or not, I don't know, especially, you know, in like white suburbia. I don't know. Like they was just certain chunks was just being left on. And I don't I don't know what was what's happening. Guys? I feel like they were 
they couldn't decide, are we 80s or are we 90s? Like, are are we stuck in the past or are we, what white people usually are? But like, are, <laughs> are we ready to advance or are we stuck in the last decade? And it wasn't really, like you said, Jess, like 89 to like 94. It wasn't until like 95 where we're like, okay, okay, we're here, y'all. We're here. We can actually like do some 90s shit now. I was having to talk to somebody on Twitter the other day. Like, the 80s and the 90s were the same. And then, like, 96 to 99 were a different decade. And that's why we are all confused as millennials. Because we're just like, no, that was that one three-year gap. But it was different because it wasn't the decade we was in. And nobody nobody understands. You had to have been there. <laughs> like a transitional period. That's what I think. Like, you know, those first couple of years when you're kind of getting adjusted. Like, you know, oh, this is the new me. Like, new year, new me, but not exactly. Like, you got to come back, you know, next month and start anew, which is fine. And that's basically what happened with the years. Like, you thought it was a new decade, do bitch. Like, no, 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 no. Same outfit. It's fine. Right. But we'll see you again. Right. We ended up a new millennia. So, I mean, you know, maybe that's had something to do with it. Maybe. Because it was it was a choice. Um, I was looking at his hair and I was just like, this is this is not okay. And I know that somebody needed to care. And I don't, you have to have one person that care in every department. You have to have one. Whether it's the boss or whether it's somebody who's like apprenticing the boss. Somebody's going to be like, what if we tried? And if nobody's there, then you got here like this. Oh, deep Because <laughs> I'm thinking about that haircut right now. Like, and then I feel like they put product on it, like some gel. Oh. Why? Why? It did was you crispy. Do that? It was crispy. That was greasy. Greasy and crispy. <laughs> like, it looked way down. I kept getting stuck in the hair. And so I couldn't see some of the acting choices the first time, which is why I had to rewatch the movie. Because <laughs> I was like, I feel like these line deliveries are awful, but I'm not looking at these faces. Maybe it makes sense when I look at the faces. No, it, didn't. it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It almost looks dubbed. Like, I was looking at the screen real close, and I'm like, is this dubbed? Or this is not dubbed. Okay. Hmm. It, it makes me so sad. But, like, also, I don't know when it becomes a police procedural. And so is this the last one before that happens? No, there's more. Um, no, yeah, the bloodline is after this. Bloodline yeah. is where hair rays go to space. All right, oh. so you yeah. know that is special to me. It, now it, five and six, I think both of those are police procedurals, and then I think we get Hell World. I don't know. Yeah, Hold on, right. let me look at the back of the. Uh, oh, okay. I recently I just rewatched a ton of them. I'm I, I'm in the middle of Hell World. I haven't finished it yet. I'm gonna skip to Hell but, World because y'all know how I feel about space and police. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah, not really. It's like a cop drama, definitely. It's it's like three different timelines in the next one. No, because there's like the old. You fi- you find out how they built the box, and then you find out. Then there's like a modern day timeline, and then there's a space timeline, and it's the same family tree the whole way through. I'm skipping. It makes sense. <laughs> you can know. You know. You can. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know. You can. You it's just. Not. You know. You got to close your eyes. And just... It's it's not the worst of the franchise. It is not. <laughs> and it has a fun Cenobite. Really fun Cenobite. Can we talk about, okay, Cenobites for a second. Why are all, at least until this newest one, out of the ones I've seen that I remember, why are all the femme Cenobites have vagina necks? I don't know. Well, okay, in the fourth one, it's not her neck, it's her head. But it's still something oh. that's pulled apart and open like a coochie. Like they always have to have some kind of faux coochie. Like I don't this really one, Terry know had the little like this. cigarette in her throat. In the first two, <laughs> we had vagina neck that was just an open vagina on her neck. 
And then uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna talk to Tony Randall if he's still with us. I'm gonna find him and be like, I need to interview you when I can interview people because I need to know what the fuck you was doing. What was you on? What was you drinking? Because I know like the early '90s and the late '80s, there was a lot of coke and a lot of choices. But like, I just I have concerns. I mean, I feel like some people on coke have made decent decisions. I mean, Amy Winehouse made some good songs. But it's a roll of the die, though. It's, it's a true. roll of the die. <laughs> true. Okay? And also, Amy Winehouse is real talented. So I feel like, you know, no matter where she kind of landed, it worked out. True. Some of these people are not, they're not working with that kind of talent. It's like, you know, you might get something really awesome. Or you might get, like, something that you knew somebody was on drugs when they made, like, Pulp Fiction. I know they were not sober when they made Pulp Fiction. You couldn't have been sober. Natural but Born it, Killers. You know, I hate that movie. I, like, I hate Natural I Born Killers. I don't remember what happens in that movie. I, have, I don't I have no idea. I didn't finish it because it's so bad. I feel like for each of those, Tarantino took a bump the size of my apartment because I've <laughs> seen those movies. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Hey, who are me? This be that be me half the time. Like somebody was doing some wild shit watching this movie. Right? Oh, I'm how you get here? Put this together. <laughs> so, is Terry Pinhead's daughter? No, she's not. Right? She's somebody's daughter. <laughs> you mean uh, Josie? Joey, yeah. Is she Pinhead? Terry's the actress, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I call her Josie. Who, who the fuck is that? Anyway. <laughs> Josie the Pussy Cat. That's what you thought. <laughs> Josie the Pussy Next. This is Hellraiser. <laughs> well, that's her. Yeah. That's Terry's Cenobite name. <laughs> Josie and the Pussy, Cat, Pussy Next. <laughs> She's going to start a band. Let's let's write a comic book, y'all. <laughs> let's write a comic strip called Josie and the Pussy Next. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways is joey pinhead's dot no right i don't think so i don't think so i think her daddy is somebody else he didn't have no kids in the other jake like that you just you can't just make believe him having kids and also if that's vietnam this is the 90s how old is joey from that hair like, i can't tell <laughs> yeah i don't know how old she's supposed to be like even still, there is no... You can't just introduce no fucking baby. I know the sequels in the 90s love to introduce some fucking baby. That's how I'm Oh, there's somebody, uncle, cousin, niece, baby. So we just gonna put them in there. Or this look, this child that moved into the house of the killer. So it's a baby. Right. And I'm like, what, why are you... First of all, why are y'all tormenting these children? First of all. Second of all, well, now they America. gotta grow up with the trauma. Yes, they carry the pain. They always grow up into an adult. And now they carrying the shit on their shoulders too much. I I am always like we's five movies deep, and now Freddie got a child. Or <laughs> for whomst? If you're following the soap opera formula, someone has to pop out with a surprise baby. There's always a baby <laughs> switch swap or introduction story. You gotta spice it up because then you gotta play who's the pappy or what's really going on and where this surprise baby come from. The horror, horror movies follow, I feel like everybody's following the same kind of things. They just dress it up and make it different. It's always something. There's always a swap. There's always something's got to just, but what's going on? You're right. You know, you're I, right. I watch Days of Our Lives. I've seen this storyline in so many franchises. Girl, like they, like sand through the hourglass. I just, I I would have liked it. I, well, like is a strong word. <laughs> I, I, 
I would have appreciated or at least acknowledged the choice of making her Pinhead's daughter. Like, at least there's a choice. At least in Freddy's Dead, she is Freddy's daughter. Like, that is the choice being made. In this movie, like I said, and why did, how did Pinhead's before times person bring her into wherever the world she the everything ever all at once realm that he's a lot like i just <laughs> what you asking a lot of questions and there are no answers i'm gonna let you know right now ain't no answer please answer key to this quiz it's made up it's choose your own answer make it up as you go because none of this shit make no motherfucking sense i was like you why you got this baby how the fuck y'all to split souls like when y'all was one person Y'all trying to use this storyline that you just sprinkled in from the second movie that he was a real person. But didn't he get his fucking ass beat in the last one? How did he just come back like he didn't catch that L last time? What happened to that? Kirsty did the shit. That's how I knew Pinhead was a white man. Because he get his ass kicked to come back like nothing happened. He's like, nah, it's called X now. It was never Twitter. It's like, we was just here yesterday, bitch. Like, it was called Twitter. <laughs> um. <laughs> so have any of you read the book the Clive Barker book. Cause I'm curious. Yeah. I'm assuming the first two are the book. And this is the first like branch outside of the written material. That's how it feels. Do you feel like they were off the map? It feels like they were like, Oh, well we got to figure it out. And they go and they go wilder girl. They go wilder. I I just need us to rewind though, because like we talked a lot about Joey, but we've not talked about how Joey's running around in business casual Marshall's outfits the entire fucking movie. <laughs> unless I, oh wait, unless she's in a dream, because then she's in like Vera Wang, yeah, drapey no. <laughs> material. I, I had just never seen a final girl so dressed up. Like I was like, is she applying for a job after she's done getting tortured? What are we doing? <laughs> she's a professional, but she's not because she's unhappy, right? Both, yes. yes. That literally that not going the way she wanted to go because they they got her doing all these whack ass stories and shit. And then she was like, "I finally got a story. The shit got shut down." And then her life literally turned upside down because a motherfucker with chains came busting through the fucking doors. First of all, I'm not chasing this story. I would have considered changing careers. This is the problem with franchises. At some point franchises stop being films and start being improv exercises and it becomes yes and listen listen <laughs> like after kool-aid me and kick in my wall with some chains i'm leaving um, this bitch is like i'm investigating i while we talk about her and her day job why do we always need in the 90s that like comedian who's not a person he's just like saying shit like that old He's not even old. He's a young man who sounds old in the chair. Who's like, you gotta wear a short skirt, toots. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Who is this? Who is he? Why? Because the patriarchy. <laughs> we hated this time in, um, in like not just like film or like I feel like it was just like late '80s, mid '80s through like mid '90s, early 2000s. They really tried to keep it alive on Comedy Central, but I'm like, this is this is a lot. I have like comedies from 1990 to like 2015, 16. I they're all hit or miss for me. Like I just some of them are good, some of them 
a few of them are great. Most of them are trash. I feel like comedy in general has been hit and miss since it wasn't <laughs> conceived. Well, that's uh, fair. Find me an era where they were doing it all right, and I will call you a liar. <laughs> like, I just... Well, <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> well, I think the problem is that comedy for so long has been about punching down and, like, how do I make fun of marginalized communities and, you know instead of punching up or satirize because i think some of the best comedy like is like satire like that oh fuck what's it called an indecent uh indecent uh proposal where he's like let's start eating people <laughs> like that's probably a good idea that old like 1800s paper that what's his fuck wrote look at it up. you said indecent proposal and i thought that like demi moore would hear us a movie where she had propositioned and then they break no. up <laughs> And I would have been like, for how much? You can have my partner, yes. You want me to? Okay, my partner, go do that. We got rid. Oh. No, no, the one where he's like, you know what would be a really, it's a right a written thing in like the early 1900s or something like that. Yeah. That- uh, where he's like, you know what would be really good for society? Cannibalism. When you when you specify which one, it made sense. But for the longest time, I was like, that was not a comedy on purpose, Trent. Like, <laughs> I've not seen it in a while, but like they was stressed. Like they they was not going to get together anymore because he was like, I can't look at you no more. But I told you to do it. And I was like, you can't tell a bitch to go do it for the money. And they'd be like, you difficult. <laughs> like, just... like that first episode of uh, uh, Black Mirror. Oh, oh. Of the first no, season. No, the first season. Yeah. The first oh, episode. Have you yeah. seen the new season yet, Kat? No, I have not seen a new season yet. No. Has I've every- seen one episode. Um, I have to be like I have to get in the mental space because I've already, you know, accidentally seen some things. So that means I'm I'm back to ignoring stuff where people are oversharing, like, oh, this season is not like as great as the rest. And I'm like, please shut the fuck up. We all haven't had a chance to see it yet. They say that every season and every season that's a lot. Like there are always gems and there are always some ones where I'm like, I'm not sure I get it. But like Charlie Booker's a wild boy. He literally rolled in with his first episode being like, this pot is gonna fuck a pig. And he has never changed. He's never, he's never shifted. Uh, he's been constant. <laughs> he's been true to whatever the fuck he's doing. And either you into it or you ain't, but don't be like, it's different. <laughs> That episode, I, mm, I'm excited because we're about to roll into season two um, on the Patron, as you know, because you're on the guest list. Um. <laughs> and I'm always, we're always listening because I can't say, I, we are, no, we're always listening. Like, yes, I love secret things. Yes, <laughs> listening to a live show. No one else can hear. <laughs> I people look so exclusive at everybody's face. I was like, Take my money, please. I love it. <laughs> More episodes. <laughs> but, yeah, so this movie, whew, it, I feel like we, there's a lot of buildup in the last, like, 20 minutes. It's just like, wow. When he gets into the church, <laughs> and he's literally quoting the fucking Bible. I mean, I'm here for it as someone who has a lot of religious trauma in my life. But, like, it was a lot. It was a lot. I just want more pinhead. I always want more pinhead um, in the church, in the steeple, in the plane. Like, why is he not Barbie? Like, if he was Barbie, I'd be at the fucking movie right now. And I'd be like, we got to reschedule. <laughs> pinhead just dropped. And I'm going to go see what the fuck is going on. Listen, 
never enough pinhead. It's never enough. And then when we get too much pinhead, it's not uh, Doug Bradley pinhead. It's somebody else. Like, oh, it's it's like, you know, further down the line where it's like, yeah, we got 45 minutes of pinhead, but girl, this is not what we asked for. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because when he does the things, he does the things. Like, again, when he's there, he's like, ha-ha, trickery, shenanigans. Um, and that's why I want more of him. I'm like, this is the reason I turned in and you giving me these people who can't act with the weird hair and they like fucking and smoking at the same time. And that's confusing. Cause I, again, I got winded walking the block to my laundry room. Cause like it's on this floor, but it's like a block. If I were to record that, you'd be like, bitch, are you in the well, overlook hotel? <laughs> I think I'm huffing and puffing. I, so I know I could not be smoking while fucking. I just know I couldn't, I'm not healthy enough. And I have questions. (laughs) I think what they missed about that scene, which would have made it more realistic, I guess, is if she was doing all the work and he was just sitting there smoking. Like that, okay, that tracks. Or have we seen him run a couple marathons beforehand so we know that he's just one of them types? Right. At at this point, I just felt like, you know, when you're re-watching it, I'm like, all right, either he is on something that just makes him just, you know, maybe got some super fire, high, fast stamina, stamina, and we ain't we don't know about we not privy to I don't know, and then maybe you're influenced by the box. Maybe you know they're trying to bring that lust in there. Box slash entire statue that's just in the back. I mean, it's a real sexy scene. Like although I'm not with you know how he's you know dicking down or how he's moving. Like and it, it's just I don't know. It, it's very it's very Hellraiser. It's very all the things. There's usually some over the top sex scene. Um, you know, someone talked about Julia earlier. I would like to see more of things aligned with that. I really just don't like to see a lot of um, douchebag penis-centered stuff. I don't like that. And this was really the first, and the franchise, unfortunately, continues down the the machismo uh, yeah. drive from here. Because, like, for my in my ranking on on the letterboxed. This is my fourth slot, and then everything past this is worse. Okay, okay. I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, I think I like Hell World better than this. I haven't finished um, that one yet. I, that's not on my list. That's the one I haven't finished, so I'll let y'all know. I'm like literally okay. like 30 minutes in, so. Oh, Yeah, okay. That this is literally like I've done the first two. Um, in the one I just watched, the like – Kirsty's husband one. Oh, the that one oh. I think is like either Hell. I think that's Hell Seeker. I yeah, fucking yeah. hate that one. That's the that's my last. Why Kirsty gotta have a husband? I think it, I think Kirsty's not in it. That one. Kirsty's barely I mean, in that movie. She's barely she's in like two scenes. Yeah. The characters, not even that same actress. But, but it, I support the way the story wrapped around in comparison to at least Inferno. I'll remember. say that. I have to look at my letterbox, but Inferno's not memorable. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've literally only seen these three in the remake because I the first one I saw a piece of as a kid, second one I saw a piece of as a kid. We watched them for this podcast, and I was like Hellraiser. And then this one happened. Like, I don't know. I need to pause for a second and think about my choices. <laughs> oh well, yeah, this is not. Yeah, this is not even the tip of the iceberg. Like this, when you get to all of them, like. I am very thankful for the for our latest version of this film because this movie is not the worst. No, it's not. But I will, and I will say, it's going to make my hot. This conversation right now is going to make my hot take even hottier. 
because ooh, okay i have thoughts but um are we ready for hot takes y'all y'all got everybody good we're kind of sliding there i was like let me hold on to my pants <laughs> <laughs> all right jazz or cat whoever wants to go first what is your hot take well, I'm going to slide up because I've already kind of regurgitated things out of my mouth. But, like, this movie, um, Hellraiser 3, like, it isn't the best. However, it is one of the better movies in the series. Like, it really, like, hold on to your fucking seats. Like, if you decide to sit through this entire film series just for shits and gigs, you're going to go on a ride. Like, of course, we're excited to go to space in the future. Spoiler alert. But, like, because it's space. But when you're getting to the storyline, like, Jesus, help. Like... I like when we're on the computer internet world. I love any internet stuff. So, you know, is which one is that, Jazz? That's Hell World? Hell is that we in that part? Yeah, that one's the fun yeah. one. But then, you know, of course, we don't have Doug Bradley as it goes on. So we got the new guy, and it's cool, and they're trying their best. But then it's just something about it that's off. Like when you get, like, you know, a different brand than your normal brand of food. Like it's something like that. And not like it's bad, but it was like, this is a different experience. Um, So that was, it's, it's a journey. But if you had to sit and, and shuffle them all, I would put this in one of the top five. I already said I'm, okay. I agree. Mine's, it's there for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will say that Hell World is better than this movie. I also feel like the CD head, Cinebite does not get its due. I feel like bitches are always talking about the chatter and bitches are always talking about the pussy neck girl. And everybody, my dog with the sunglasses on, everybody talk about them. But the CD head dude was iconic. I know we thought that we were in the future and that CDs were going to be with us forever. I get it. I get it. And they're not. And it's A, not so great, but the CDs still look kind of cool. I think that we need to celebrate the Cenobites in this movie just a little bit more. Those Cenobites were fucking fun. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the only movies where the Cenobites really is talking cash shit. They was getting on some Freddy level like, bitch, I'm about to do this and that because those other two movies, those those Cenobites were not clowning around, okay? They were not doing nothing. They were only giving you like pieces of scripture saying fucking cryptic ass pain, shit about pain and pleasure. That's what they were saying, some deep ass shit, some poetry. That's what they were spitting some prose at you. This, these motherfuckers is like, ha ha ha, bitch, what's up? I'm about to get you. Ooh. I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> okay. I I wish we got more Cenobites. I do that every movie because we don't get enough because like the Cenobites are your starting squad. Like that's the all-stars and everybody else in the movie are the bench warmers. And we got a lot of time with the bench warmers in each of these movies. I'm just like, but I came to see the stars play. Where, yeah. <laughs> where are my stars at? I paid the ticket for them. And I, 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 I agree with both of you actually. I think I, but I especially agree with you, Jazz. I think these Cenobites are amazing. I think they're really fun. Like, we're on Fear Street, so let's talk about it. I loved that the one Cinnabite is like literally with a vodka, with a martini shaker, just like shaking up a cocktail and it's gasoline. I keep talking about him. That means. But like, <laughs> we, we love our alcohol here. But I also, I do agree with Sheree to a point. I do think that what made the other two more successful was the the human characters were more compelling and more interesting Whereas these human characters just did not have, there was no uh, Julia, there was no Kirsty, there was no father dynamic, there was no none of that happening. It was just really bad acting from these these human characters. So like, I would if that had been on the level, if if we kept the Cenobites where they're at and raised up these 
human characters to being more interesting and more compelling, this would have been a bomb movie. I'm here to see Cinebites stomp on fools. And if the Cinebites ain't on screen, I'm not really into it. Oh. <laughs> that's my problem fair. with the franchise. Honestly. And the Cinebites, I'm, I turn back to the screen. It's a Cinebite jamboree right now. It's like eight Cinebites and they is getting crunk. Like they doing a matching dance routine. Like I, I had never seen, you, usually the Cinebites don't gang up. Like they don't act like that. They was partying. They killed so they never killed that many people. They killed like five people to get somebody to regenerate somebody and maybe the people who called it. But then no, they was turned up on everybody. They killed the it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like where people complain about the new uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and they're like, God, this movie's fucking awful. It doesn't do the thing that the original movie did. But then the bus scene happens and you have to give that bitch at least one cookie. That because is the only cookie I'll give it, but it, it has that cookie. That bus scene, the reason for the franchise, let's be honest. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel about that franchise. I'm trying to want to fight Toby Hooper. We're going on year two. <laughs> it's a one-way fight because Toby ain't coming back for this fight. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't know that? I'm going to resurrect his ass. Say, I got words. I'm I got not you doing a seance to fucking argue, please. <laughs> And another thing, bitch. <laughs> I'm not done. Come back. Right? Nah. You gonna follow him into the underworld to be like, and your movies was mid, and your shoes was cheap. And I'm just like, Trent, let him go. What? <laughs> you have time. I admire it. I'm here. Let's go. I'm not here for it. So, my hot take, which is funny, because I've been, like, shitting on this movie, I feel like. But, like, I have learned through the podcast being re- reintroduced to these films. And like like I said, I just went through a, a Max binge and was watching all of them. And um, I this is like top five franchises for me. Like I really dig Hellraiser. I don't love every one of them. This one's got its rough parts. But there's some thematic things that are happening that I think are really strong. This is hella stronger which, hey, y'all are here. Y'all were here for this other one. This is a hella stronger than Friday the 13th Part 3. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, definitely. Because Okay. Um, Friday the 13th, we, I talk about this all the time because I love me some Jason, but the movies are... I can't... I can't... I can't stand behind them. I can't be like, yeah, this is... The, no, it's not. They're kind of mid. They kind of drag out. They keep having these dream sequences. The plot don't make sense because how the fuck is Jason even in here? How old is his motherfucker anyway? When the fuck this shit It's just, you gotta really turn your brain off of those movies and even still, they still run a little slow, like mm, mm. but you know, I still, I'll watch it again, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'll watch everything right up until Jason take Manhattan and then I gotta tap the fuck out, because I've tried. (laughs) That, that Cruise movie that cruise movie. That carnival cruise take me the fuck out every time. And I was like, you know what, Jason? I'm going to take it from the top. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My actual hot take, though, is I'm tired of these movies playing in my face. I want more pinhead on screen because they keep playing with it. Like, it's like a delicate spice and we can only have a little bit or we'll, like, cry. I'm like, no, give me all the pinhead. I've come for a full course meal of pinhead. I don't care about these other bitches. I don't care about their problems. I don't care about their business suits they're running around in. 
I don't care about people with a like chains fucking with the cigarettes. Like, give me Pinhead getting wild for an hour and a half, and I'll say it's art, and I will give it five stars. <laughs> um, give her Pinhead or give her death. Listen, that's why most of us is here. <laughs> Nobody's coming to be like the people not Pinhead. We here for Pinhead and the friends, the Cenobites. <laughs> All right, did we get everybody's hot take? Everybody good? All right. Well, that is our thoughts on. Hellraiser 3, uh, I forgot the tag. Hell, hell on, on Earth. Earth, that's what hell it is. Hell on Earth, yeah. I was like, Hell World? No, that's another one. It's a lot of hell. Hellraiser 3, oh, Hell on Earth. That's our thoughts, y'all. We got lots of them. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to Jazz and Kat for joining us. We love y'all. Next week, we're going to be covering Dawn of the Dead. The original, y'all. The original. Um, Not that remake. Not We ain't there yet, but we do want to... We do an original sequel. Um, she's a good time. She's a fun time. Mm. You can find that link floating around she's on the time. internet. I, I won't be telling you where because sometimes I don't know if she's legal. <laughs> but <laughs> you two be having the options, and I'm 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 just looking into the window to be like I don't know uh, what I had done. Um, but that's gonna continue. That's gonna finish our month of Three's a Crowd, where we ask: Are all these sequels necessary? Most of them are not. Spoiler alert. Um, but we did them. We did it. Yay. We did. We made it. Uh, <laughs> again, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you to Jazz and Cat for joining us. And as always, make sure that you stay fierce out there. <laughs>